0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Live Line. 51551 is our text number. Very special programme today, your chance to talk to, and they've been lining up in the droves to talk of their memories and what Gilbert meant to them today and yesterday, because we're on, going back 50 years, we're talking to Gilbert O'Sullivan. Gilbert, good afternoon. Joe, good afternoon to you. How are nice you doing? To be talking to you. I'm good, thank you. Are you alone? Now, my daughter's here, Tara, who looks after all social media. My oh, wife's great. in Norway. Okay. My brother Kevin runs the office. He's, he's gone home for lunch. Okay. So. And, and the dog. We have the, the dog. What's the dog called? Yeah, the dog is Gilbert. <laughs> it's called Gilbert. <laughs> so you're so therefore you're not called Gilbert in the house. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, we didn't get the dog. We had dogs, uh, golden retrievers, but this was my daughter's dog in London. Okay. That's why she called him Gilbert and stuff. And what did your daughter call her father? <clears throat> apart from dad, obviously. What are you known as around the house? <laughs> what, what am I known around? The yeah, house? I presume they, do they call you Ray? Oh, of course, it's Ray yeah, or Dad. Or... It's your real Dad, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I, of all, where do, where do you start with, with your incredible career ongoing? And someone said to me yesterday, it's just brilliant to see Gilbert's reputation come round to meet him again. And um, you started off absolutely, you, you landed on the scene back in the 70s, you exploded onto the scene, the soundtrack to so many people's lives, and you're still writing. And I know you're not on this programme, you didn't ask to come on the programme to promote a, a, an album, which and your last album was Driven. And um, you're, you're driven, but you're not a driver, but you are a very driven person, aren't you, Gilbert? Yeah, I think, well, that's what's kept me going. That's what's kept me going through all the years, maintaining the enthusiasm and the love I have for the craft of songwriting. So it's driven in that sense, competing with contemporary artists. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I want to compete and find my place in the business still strong. So, so that, you know, so if you have that driven mentality, it's actually very helpful. And what does it mean, what does it mean Gilbert, in your daily routine being so driven? Well, there are two daily routines. If I'm writing, uh, yeah. it, it's it's uh, it's nine to five wow. uh, with a lunch break, and then th- uh, four weeks a month, if necessary, to come up with melodies and potentially lyrics. But I'm not writing at the moment, having just released the album last year. Okay. So therefore, it's just normal family life. I get up early. My daughter's here with her son, uh, Benny Ray, oh, yeah. and uh, and my wife is here. We just have it very normal. I go for walks in the afternoon. It, it's just very normal, Joe. And you live in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why, Good place why, to raise children. Is it okay? Why, why Jersey or why not Jersey? Why Jersey? <clears throat> well, there's two reasons. One, one was one was financial. Okay. Um, the other one was that with our girls uh, at just the starting school age. We felt it was a good place to, to raise them. Okay. Uh, a very healthy environment. And uh, it's only half an hour by plane to London. So you can feel you're part of the UK, even though I, uh, Jersey's a, is an individual island. And what is, what is Raymond like? What is Gilbert like on Jersey? Do you, do you go to the shops? Do you go to the church? Do you go to the cinema? Do you, are you seeing much around Jersey? The fellas no, no, I'm okay. not because I keep a very, I, I keep a low profile. I mean, okay. I'm only Gilbert O'Sullivan. I'm only Gilbert O'Sullivan when I leave Jersey. Okay. I, in Jersey, okay. I, I just get on with a. It's a yeah. quiet, it's a quiet life here. And you like that? Yeah, well, it suits me yeah, because it's good for me. It's just normal. I mean, there's no frustration. I don't have to worry about concerts in Jersey. Worry about. Uh, 
uh, opening up a fate or you know I, I don't yeah. I just keep that low profile which people respect and um, so that you know so that's fine it suits me particularly because of the craft that I do yeah. when, you know being a songwriter I need that good environment so I have a good family environment and I have this this determination uh, to succeed with my songs and you have a reflective environment Gilbert like do you it, I've seen images of your house and and the, the the landscape behind it seems very calm, very tranquil. That's important mm. to you. Yeah, because you know a bit bit of land helps me gives me a distance to walk every day. Okay, okay. And do you? I'm like I when you I know Waterford. You you only live there for uh, is that is that the line? Uh, you, you're still there, Gilbert. Yeah, Tracks, yeah, you are. Yeah, with a good yeah. live room yeah. attached attached to the property. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. 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 And what were you saying so there? You have um, a you have a, no, a, a music room. I have a no, I have a we have a um, purpose-built studio which is a okay. 48 track SSL desk with a live room and stuff. We recorded the last album, not the current album. The album before this was recorded there. So it's okay. good to have that on the grounds uh, to be used. I don't write there though. I just write upstairs. Okay, let's bring let's bring in some people who want to talk to you. Uh, Siobhan Cooper, Siobhan, good afternoon. Okay, let's hope the line stays. Siobhan, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. What do you want to say to Gilbert O'Sullivan? Oh, first of all, I'm delighted to get the opportunity to talk to you. Hi, Gilbert. And um, I couldn't believe when Joe said the other day that it was 50 years since Claire was was a hit. And, um, oh, I was only a teenager at the time. I can't believe I'm saying that. It's so long ago. And um, at the time, I had um, my boyfriend, I think I was about 14, and we went to the concert in the Carlton. Mm-hmm. At the time, was in Dublin. Big concert, and, yeah. Um, oh, a long time ago. And just, would well, Siobhan remind people, because uh, younger people especially, though Gilbert is still, he's still writing brilliant songs and putting out really good albums and doing fantastic concerts. I was at the one last year here in the National Concert Hall. It was brilliant. He brought the house down again with the great Bill Shanley uh, um, uh, accompanying Gilbert as he does now. But remind people back in the 70s, like when Gilbert came to Ireland, it was Beatlemania. It was absolutely mental. I mean, the Carlton was only a cinema. We didn't have the venues that we have nowadays, you know, so it wouldn't be hard to sell the tickets. But I was at the concert where Gilbert went under the piano. I don't know whether he collapsed. I'm dying to know, did he just slip off the stool? Because there was pandemonium in the Carlton. And I was at the Carlton uh, with my friend, because at the time I had fallen out with my boyfriend who had bought the tickets, so I kept them and brought my friend. But... I got back with my boyfriend and we're now 48 years married and I still sing to Gilbert all the time, all the time. I absolutely think he's just amazing. I'm delighted to see that he's still going strong and coming back. Do you remember that? By the way, just to say to people, some people are trying to ring us on on our WhatsApp number and that's the number that Gilbert is on, obviously. (laughs) So don't, please don't ring us on the WhatsApp number because that's the beep you're hearing. Just a a little technical issue there. Gilbert, do you remember that concert in the Carlton? Do you remember being under the piano? And did you, as Siobhan wants to know, were, were you exhausted or did you collapse or was that part of the act? Silence. Okay. Okay. Don't know oh. what Let Let's hear. Let's hear uh, Claire. We have Claire up on the uh, on oh, the on the card. Oh, yeah, For your granddaughter. For yes. your granddaughter. Absolutely. This is Claire. Claire. Gilbert, I don't know if you could hear Siobhan there. She was uh, at the Carlton Cinema back in the seventies, 
Gilbert, she wants to know, okay. at one stage you went under the piano, she, she, she recalls. Were you exhausted or was that part of the act? <laughs> I think it was on top of the piano, not under oh, it. Okay. <laughs> Unless that was the time when I, I, I did, yeah, I did a kind of fainting thing uh, during that really hectic period when we were over here in 72, I think 1972. There was a, I had a bad night where I just, I kind of got, uh, I think it was, I just fell over. Yeah. And you were you were <laughs> yeah, so yeah I, I vaguely remember that it's not something I necessarily <laughs> want to remember. And do you remember? <laughs> but Gilbert, do you remember the mania? Do you remember the, the the crowds and the audience and young women especially? Well, <laughs> I don't think the young women. <laughs> it was the pudding basin haircut and the cap and boots, and I don't think that was the most attractive thing to women. If I go by the girlfriends that I never had, <laughs> but look, it, it was the, the wonderful thing was with, with the success of Nothing Rhyme. Of course, it was a big success in England, but the, I was just desperate to get back to Ireland because being a Waterford boy, I wanted to to play there, and the reaction we had was phenomenal. Yeah, and we did. The, I think the first show we did, arguably my first concert ever, was at the the stadium, and it was. Just absolute ma- chaos, but magic. Yeah, it sure was. It sure was. Siobhan, quickly say say what you want to say to Gilbert. I want you to be able to talk to him directly. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Siobhan. Hello, Siobhan. Hello, Hello Siobhan. Gilbert. I'm so delighted to be able to talk to you. Okay, well... And what do you want to say nice to, to him, Siobhan? What I want to say is, um, I told Joe, my eldest granddaughter is called Claire, and it's spelled C-L-A-I-R, because of right. you and my son-in-law <laughs> always said that if he had a girl, she'd be called Claire. I think he knows your drummer, Rob. Um, okay, Rod, okay. Rod, Rod Quinn, yes, he knows you. So he always said, if you, yeah, Rod you Quinn, actually, of course, yeah. you made my daughter's day because you actually emailed her after wow. Claire was born. Oh, and magic. it's very special. Okay. So Claire, I know she gets tired of us singing this song all the time, but it just brings back <laughs> so many memories. So many memories, absolutely. Uh, okay, that's Siobhan Cooper in Dundalk. Uh, Mary is in Bolton yes. Glass in County Wicklow. Mary, what do you want to say to Gilbert? Hello, Joe, and hello, Gilbert. Hello, Mary. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, we can, yes. What's your favourite What's your favorite Gilbert song? Get Down. Ah. Now, right. may I say to Gilbert that, Gilbert, your lyrics yeah. are incomparable. Absolutely. And you know that. We all know that. Now, here's a little fun take um, on your one of your songs. Okay. With all the fans you have, your biggest fan is a King Charles Spaniel. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. This is just getting okay. better. This Gilbert, this is only going in one direction. Okay, where where is the King where is the King Charles? He's barking outside at the moment, but that's not the point. Gilbert, I did hear you say you had golden retrievers before. Yeah. yeah? That's correct. We had two, absolutely, yeah. Now, I, my family, and all through the 70s, 80s, 90s, we also had golden retrievers. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, obviously, I didn't want to fall flat on my face. Okay. So now it's... <laughs> A King Charles Spaniel, and his name is Bobby. Bobby, and how do you okay. know he's Gilbert's uh, biggest fan, Mary? Sorry. I'll tell you why. So, yes, please do. Joe, yes. Uh, uh, 
like in the 70s, and when I was rearing my own children, yes. they were all weird to Gilbert O'Sullivan's song. Wow. Now, why should it be different now that I just have the dog? Okay, and is so, when you, but your favourite song? Is Get Down, and all... Well, will you say, will you say that? What's that dog called? I Get Down. No, what's the dog called in the background? Oh, the dog's name is Bobby. Bobby, get down, Bobby, Bobby will you? Get down, Bobby. Bobby, I told you once before and I won't tell you no more, Bobby. Get down, get down. Get down. Get off my radio program, Bobby. Mary, 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 Mary. Is Bob, where's, is, is, is Bobby from Baltic Glass? Did he get down? No, he didn't. He barked to that, he barked to that whole song. Joe, may I say one more thing to Gilbert, please? Yeah, go ahead, yeah, and then I'll call a break. Go ahead. Gilbert? No, it, you can't hear you at the minute. We're just going to start. Oh, Joe, that's a pity. No, he will hear you. Will, um, he, he can't reply. Sorry, he can hear you, but no, he can't reply. No, that's okay, but if he can hear me. Okay. I want Gilbert to know that I will now die happy, very oh, happy. good God. Because I cannot believe that... Gilbert and I listened to Get Down together. Okay, okay. I'm so happy, Joe, you know. I you, But you're not, you're not going to die soon, Mary, thank God. It doesn't matter, I, I don't care. You'll die happy, you'll die happy. And what I'll about, die happy, can yeah. I, uh, Gilbert, uh, Mary said she'll now die happy having listened to Get Down with you on the other line and Bobby behind her and she's a very happy woman. Uh, Gil, uh, Mary, what I want to know is how old is Bobby? Bobby is actually six, but he's very mischief, mischievous. Oh, I know that. And he has such fun. He makes me laugh all day. Okay. And get down is all day long. He do something mischievous. Okay, well, and let's, let's ask yeah. let's ask Gilbert. Gilbert, what is get down about? Who did you write? You didn't write it for dogs, did you? Yeah, okay. No sound. Okay, back. Liam Stanley. Thanks, Mary. Liam Stanley. Liam, good afternoon. Uh, hey, John, how's it going? Okay, uh, what do you want to say to Gilbert? Yeah. Um, I was at that concert in the stadium. Oh, the stadium that you just mentioned, yeah. yeah. And, what, and, and what do you remember? Uh, I have to say, we were, as a young chef um, and friends, we were standing up on the seats singing the songs, and uh, Gay, Gay Bone was in front, and he was giving out steam to us to sit down and listen to the show. And, Gay was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He told you, uh, Gay was, told you to get down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sit down, down. And yeah. when you describe, um, when you describe for our listeners what, what Gilbert looked like in those days, because he was I a very eccentric yeah. dresser. Yeah. Yeah, I dressed up like Gilbert for a long time at, at that age, with the hat and the um, waistcoat. Yeah, and, uh, and, the, and the boots and the pudding pudding bowl haircut, the peaky uh, the peaky blinder hat. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what? We had great fun. And uh, at night time in the corners, we used to be singing the songs. Gang was together. Singing the, uh, and he was the soundtrack. And he is the soundtrack to so many people's lives. Gilbert, I asked you, I was asking you there because Mary said she'll now die happy having listened to Get Down with you and Bobby in the I background. I know, I hope not. I hope not. Though, though I'm, I'm ambiguous about Bobby at this stage, I can tell you. Um, he, he sang, he barked through the whole song. What was Get Down about? Gilbert. Well, you can see why animals. You can see why animals <laughs> never are close to it because, well, you know, I, I say "bad dog baby" in this song, but it's not about a dog. Okay, but I course. think that I remember. Do you, you remember "Top of the Pops"? Of course, yeah. yeah are you yeah. too young? Too young to remember no, that? No. But well, when "Get Down" was a, a big hit over here, they did the 
Pan's people did the routine with Get Down, and it was all with dogs. Okay. <laughs> so so the perception good. is about dog, but it's not about dog. It's just about overzealous girl, lady. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, Liam Stanley, what do you want to say to Gilbert O'Sullivan? Yeah. You want to remind him of the National Stadium? You were there. Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And Liam, um, Liam gave a description, Gilbert, of you at, in the National Stadium. The Peaky Blinders hat long before was neither popular nor profitable. The pudding ball, the haircut, the little, right. the tank top, the short trousers and the yeah. kind of... The no, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no. Never for a concert. The short trousers were just uh, for a photograph and okay. stuff. It was never... It was one long trousers, one shorter, one longer than the other. But that was only for TV and radio, Joe. Okay. I never wore that in concert. The first concert was a G sweater. So. Oh, yeah, I remember the G. That was. But do people still have them, Gilbert, with the big G? That was your logo. Yeah, I time. have them all hidden away. <laughs> My daughters would love to get a hold of the G sweaters because... They were specially made up in Scotland. So, <laughs> oh, and what? By the way, what do your daughters think when they look back at that image you've just described when you were doing nothing rhymed? Well, they they, they love it. They, they they like it. But I can tell you one little story that when uh, when the first success came with nothing rhymed in 1970, I was to go on top of the pops. Now okay. in Swindon, where my mum and my stepfather and my two younger brothers, John and Terry lived they'd never seen me dressed up because i was up in london i, I only okay. came down occasionally so first night Tom Pops, they're all washing they were horrified <laughs> they said we have to go into school the next day and our dad looks like that or our brother looks like that so and where did you <laughs> so get they didn't like it well i know you went to art school for four years and you love you love art and you love graphics but where did you get the image from it's just a love of charlie chaplin and dare to be different i mean the catalyst okay. really were the beatles the Beatles were, you know, looked different, uh, and therefore they wrote great songs, but they didn't need to have that kind of image. I wanted to have an image that was different, and a Charlie Chaplin jacket I used to hire. So to create a character, the character I wanted to create was Gilbert, with the pudding basin haircut, cap and boots and stuff. And, you know, it, I dared to be different. No record company liked it, but I did. <laughs> and a few record companies were horrified, weren't they, when they... So, so the, yeah, they, the, they, yeah, they say, look, if you look like James Taylor, grow your hair, wear jeans, you'll sell more, many yeah. more records than you're ever going to do dressed like that. And they were right, but I was determined to use it. And I'm really, when I look back in retrospect, Joe, I'm really happy because oh, yeah. uh, it was different. Oh, and I can still visualize the, uh, and I was only 11 at the time, I think, I can still vi visualize the album cover of himself. You know, which is a great pity. These days, there's no album covers as such in terms of the the, the, the size of them. But your album co uh, cover was in so many homes in Ireland. The uh, mm. and it was it was so it was so uh, iconic. By the way, where quickly, where did the name Gilbert come from? Oh, what's my surname? Oh, okay. It's not your sworn name. <laughs> it's Gilbert and Sullivan. It? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Gilbert. You know, I'll I, I tell you something. Here, here's a little anecdote. <laughs> okay. Here's a little anecdote. Somebody from the record company, when Nothing Rhyme took off and, the, and himself was out, was sent round to a record shop to buy some copies of the album to bring okay. back to the, the office. Yeah. He came back with Gilbert and Sullivan albums. <laughs> <laughs> and this was someone who effectively was being paid by Gilbert O'Sullivan because they're working for your record company. Yeah. And your records you were go. flying. Okay, Barbara Hart, I, I'll do people as they come in. I know people are, are holding there. Izzy Foley Kennedy before the break. What do you want to say to Gilbert O'Sullivan? Um, hi, hi, Joe. Um, as uh, all us Walsh people say, well, Gilbert, well, bye. <laughs> as we all know, Gilbert is originally from Walshford. Well, we How know are that. you, Gilbert? Yeah. I'm good, and, thank you. Uh, 
that's good. Um, I've been listening to your music since I was uh, very young because my brothers were playing it um, back in the 60s. And uh, so I grew up with all your music. And uh, I went to see you in the first time I went to see you was in the INEC in Killarney. And when you played Nothing Rhymed, oh my God, just... You just brought me back to my my childhood days, and I was just just memorized mesmerized. It was just fantastic. Um, I also went to see you there recently in Cork, um, at the Opera House last September. Yeah, when he was on tour. Um, yeah, and Gilbert, you were saying to us all, um, telling us all the places you've you've been playing, uh, Killarney. No, Kenny, you're in Kenny, you're in Galway. Well, go back, Izzy. Um, Izzy, sorry, I'm not being. Izzy, oh, you, you, no, you say you, you're from Waterford. Is that what you? you I am yeah, from Waterford. Are you, are you am. in? You're yes. in Waterford at the moment. Okay. I am. Now, yes. do you Good know? Do you know where Gilbert lived in Waterford, where his mother yes. May had yes. a sweet shop? Yeah, um, I don't know personally exactly where it was, but uh, Gilbert told us a story the night in Cork uh, that he went to visit the Cork Road. If you remember this, Gilbert. Out of Waterford, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, you were standing outside the door and taking photographs with your grandchildren, and it turned out you were standing outside the wrong house. The wrong house. (laughs) (laughs) And Gilbert, where where are you from in Waterford? Cork Road. I mean, I was born in... in, Born in in uh, in St Thomas Street in Waterford. Okay. Uh, and uh, you know the Cork Road was the estate that lead on the road, which leads out to the to the glass uh, glass factory. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, so sixty four the Cork Road, but we stood in front of the wrong one. And is the house <laughs> is the house still there? I wonder, Gilbert. Yeah, the house is still there. Yeah. Is there a plaque on the a plaque on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> Would you, no, or, or I, are you are you like Van Morrison when Van Morrison was asked um, would he come to to um, unveil a plaque on the the home the house that he was born in Holiday Street, okay. uh, Hindford Street in Belfast? He okay. it was a okay. categorical no. He said you want to torment whoever's living in the house at the moment with people knocking at the door saying. So would you welcome a plaque on your house in in Waterford? I think the answer is no. Well, I mean, it's it's. I, I mean, it's that's a UK thing. I mean, I, anything that if people are fond of you and they like you and, and yeah. respect for you, then that's that's. I'm quite happy with that. I don't need a plaque, but what can I say? I'm sure okay. my daughter would probably love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then your mother made it. She ran a sweet shop. Well, actually, it was a vegetable. I got that oh, wrong. Okay, a, a okay. Small shop. She she sold. She used to get the milk in a in a churn, and and she sold vegetables and stuff. Yeah, she 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 was good there. And of course, leaving Ireland to, to come over to England because my father worked at Clover Meats. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. And the, and the grass is greener, so that's why we all moved. I was only seven years old. And you landed in Swindon. We landed in London first. Okay. All of us, four of us, four of us living in one room in Battersea. Okay. And mum worked at night time as uh, a waitress wow. and stuff. And then we, when my dad got the house, the council house in Swindon, and then we, we moved there. So that's pretty much my life uh, after that up to the near present. But your dad died relatively soon after you arrived in the UK, did he not? Um, I think you were, you, what age were you? No. You were 12. I was 12 years old when my father died, yes. Um, and do you remember? I mean, do you remember? You're now a grandfather and a father, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you remember your dad? 
No, it's one of the biggest regrets I have because I, I said to my sister Mari, my older sister Mari has good memories of my dad, okay. and I don't ha- I don't have them and stuff. And one of my biggest regrets is not to have the photograph of the two of us together. Ah. I, there's pictures of him with a group of us, but I, it would be really nice. I don't really I didn't know my father. I wish I did. Here's an interesting thing: Dad used to like going to the horses and stuff. Okay. I'm sure. If he'd have been around with the success, he'd have been knocking on the door to say, buy me a horse. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would have done it too. Why yeah. not if it would make him happy? But do you remember, as it's in the lyrics of Alone Again, naturally. Do you remember your father? Do you remember your father dying? No. Well, I, of course I do. Of course I yeah. remember it. I was, I was upstairs in the house and I heard my, 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 my older sister crying. And it was a difficult time. He'd been in. He was suffering from uh, stomach cancer oh my gosh. and we went to visit him at the hospital, but we couldn't go in and see him and stuff. But yeah, everybody has fond memories of their father and stuff, but I, I wish I had yeah. uh, that special memory. It's, it's, I, but I say a prayer for him every now and then. And has, a it prayer in, to him. And has it influenced the way you were a father, Gilbert? Did you ever say to yourself, because being a father is, is, a, is a job, it's a difficult job, it's a challenge, it's a beautiful challenge, and but it's... Um, do you ever say to yourself, well, I, I can't I, I can't remember my own dad and I wonder sometimes what he would have done with, in, a, in a similar situation? Uh, well, uh, it's, it's, you know, the, uh, family life is very important to me. I'm one of six children. Yeah. So yeah. I'm used to being around brothers and sisters. Okay. So for me, you know, and getting married was, was the most important thing of getting married was to be able to have a child. And so when we okay. succeeded, my wife and I, in 1980, that was a big moment. So family life is very important, Joe. Very important. It keeps my feet firmly on the ground. Wow. And then your mother. I'm I'm looking at it on again. Now I know you've said before, don't don't be reading my lyrics as, as if they're a, an autobiography. But uh, I remember I cried. My father died. Never reached the height of tears. Sixty five years old. Mother got. And then uh, when she passed away, this is I cried and cried all day. Uh, when did your mother die, Gilbert? Mum died, I think, about four, just four years ago. Oh, relatively uh, recently, yeah. Yeah, it was mum, 96, though. She lived to wow. a really good age. And uh, we had a magical time all the years that we were together with, with mum, uh, my stepfather. Very happy times. And uh, on reflection, uh, partly due to the success I was having. So I was yeah. really grateful to be able to expand that into the family, and particularly my mother. You know, my mother... Think back, you know, when we had a counselor, everybody had a piano in those days. The working okay. class ethic was that if you had a piano in the yeah. house and you learned to play it, you could earn a few bob in the pub at night. So the, the great thing was mum kind of helped me a lot musically because when I wanted a guitar, she bought me one. When I wanted a drum kit, it turned up. So she was brilliant like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's a marvellous memory. And she, she obviously could share your success or knew of your success. I presume so proud. Yeah, mum's favourite song of mine was Matrimony. Oh, she loved yeah. Matrimony and stuff. And, and when, when she came to concerts in the last few years, uh, obviously we, we uh, singled her out for that. So no, it, it, the way it worked out, Joe, it was, it was really good. The success I had and the hard work that she was having to bring up six children when my father died. It's nice to think that uh, she got the reward uh, in years to come. And did she live with you or did she stay in the UK? No, mums had they had their own home, their own home okay. in Swindon. And so, oh no, no, to start with, of course, in the council house in Frobisher Drive. In um, we were all living in that. But uh, when I moved up to London, 
um, I would just come down and visit them. I didn't uh, get my own house until about 1972, okay. yeah. But she would have visited you in Jersey, that's what I mean. She would have... Uh, well, no, not... Yeah, yeah, she's been to Jersey, of course. Of course she's yeah. been to Jersey over the years, absolutely. They've all been brothers and sisters, uncles and aunts, friends... Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's a, busy, it's a great place to visit. It's John. a busy household. I'd love to go. It's a busy household. Uh, you know Nathan Carter, one of our biggest, biggest names. He's on the Late Late Show tonight. Uh, Nathan, good afternoon. Hello. How, How are you, been? Nathan? You well? Long time no see. Indeed, uh, and you're looking well because I saw you're you're on the campus today here in RT. Tell us what Gilbert O'Sullivan means to you and your family, Nathan. Uh, well, Gilbert's has been uh, played in our house on records and then tapes and then eventually CDs since I was about four years old. Uh, my mum is a huge fan um, and I actually had the pleasure of meeting Gilbert over in London uh, on one of Terry Wogan's last ever wow. radio shows. I don't know if Gilbert might remember or not but he was in with his band and uh, we were doing the second half of the show and, and Gilbert was doing the first half and I was just amazed by him playing and singing live. He's a, a wonderful songwriter and a, a very, very nice human being as well, which uh, means a lot more as well. And you've included one of Gilbert's songs in your set. Well, we did for a long time. We were doing Get Down, but oh, now great, okay. our, our, our arrangements was no, not as good as that movie on the last, the last quarter there with the dog. We did yeah, have the dog, dog, the the dog added, yeah. Bobby. <laughs> Gilbert, Gilbert and Bobby. But, uh, yeah, and then they eventually found it on... Um, on my phone, I got the recording of it, and I set it as my ringtone. So okay. for, for about three or four years, the, the alarm would go off at six a.m. and Gilbert O'Sullivan would be waking me up singing "Get Down," <laughs> which, brilliant, which brilliant, was great. Brilliant. It was a it was a great start to the morning, you know, put you in a great mood, positive mood for the day. So yeah, that's okay. my story about. Gilbert. Enjoy yourself. I know you're rehearsing for this evening on the late late show, so that's thank. Enjoy yourself tonight, Nathan. And you, you're Thanks. a good voice as always. Gilbert, are you are you at all conscious of that? That people would have your phrases, nothing rhymed, alone again, naturally, get down, the phrases that are part of our lexicon now, that people would have them as tattoos, as t-shirts, as ringtones. Are you conscious mm. of that? Yeah, I kind of, uh, my own daughter has, what do you have in the back? Tara, who does all the social media, is sitting here now with okay. me, setting this up. She has uh, nothing rhymed on her neck, for God's sake, <laughs> on the back. And my daughter, and Helen Marie, has what Helen Marie has? She has on yeah. her foot. She has a lonely on her foot. So, so yeah. So Helen I, Marie I, I has a lonely again. That. Yeah. <laughs> and Somewhere on her foot or ankle. It's the so nose. Yes. And did they, tell your, did they tell their dad they were getting tattoos? No. <laughs> no, I think they, they weren't that young when it happened. Okay. So, would, would so you... They were, they were, you know, they're there. But it's, it's it's a weird thing. When I look at footballers now, I, naked to the ways I think, my God, what yeah. on earth are they doing? <laughs> they're, it's just covered. They're, they're, must take a long time to put all that stuff on. And have you got any tattoos? Hmm? Have you Sorry, got Joe? a tattoo, Gilbert? No, no, no. That's not my department. That's right. Oh, not that's my, we, I... had a, we had a man at a recent concert who had my face on his arm. Oh, no. How about that? His face <laughs> on his arm. His face on it, my face on his own. Oh, yeah. your face on it. Oh, I thought you said something. Uh, his face, face on my, your... <laughs> No, no. My it's, sorry, his, his arm. your face on his arm. Yeah. And when you move his arm, my, my mouth maybe goes up and down. I don't know. That's probably, the, it's probably the, one of the nicest places on his body you could have your face, Gilbert. God, I'm, you set my mind into, uh, into, yeah, into, into, into free fall. By the way, if, you're, if Tara or Helen Marie had to come home before they were 18 and said, Dad, I'd like, and Mam, I'd like to get a tattoo, what would Dad have said? 
but at that age, I couldn't really say no, I don't think. If they were 15 or 16, I would have been dead against it and stuff. But okay, but once they hit 18, you're... 18, 19, I think that's okay. okay I think. Well, you were strict, They that. come back, you know. Am I what, sorry? Are you strict? Were you strict? Uh, to an that? Yeah, the girls will tell you. Yeah, I think I learned that from mum. So growing up with my mum was tough bringing up six children and stuff. Okay. And I was a bit, I was a slight rebel of the family. So I didn't always get my hair cut as short as she would have liked it. And I had to be sent back yeah. to the barbers. And when the priest visited, I had to go on. And to, <laughs> so, you know, their, their mum was strict, but she had to be because she had to be a mother yeah. and a father. But was, Gil- was, was Raymond, is Gilbert strict? Raymond, with his, uh, with his yeah, I was, I, yeah. The girls would tell you I was fairly strict because I learned that from mum. Yeah, about life and stuff. It, it was seeing how my mother. So a bit of discipline, uh, no harm in that, and uh, you know, no, t- no TVs in their room when they were young. If their friends had them. Okay. The nice thing, in, interesting thing was she, the girls used to say because I never played my records at home, so they never really heard them here. They would go to friends' houses, and that's where they would hear. <laughs> Okay. Some of them, that's where they would actually hear my songs. But would playing. he ever, but would, would, would Helen Marie and Tara ever throw it back at you? Say, come on, Dad, you were, you were a rock star. You, you were different. You, you are different. Why can't we be different? No, well, I, I'm not objecting. I mean, you're, you're okay, going back. I'm, I'm, going back a long time. And stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus the word, the word I was looking there was if they try and say to the dad, well. You were you were in uh, going to concerts when you were music or playing music when you were fourteen, fifteen. But anyway, uh, your daughters are still still obviously very close. Many grandchildren do you have, Gilbert? At this stage, uh, we have uh, three grandchildren. Right, three right. grandchildren. We have we have Jeannie, we have Benny Ray, and we have uh, Stevie. So. Okay, okay. Stay with us. Loads more people want to talk to you, Gilbert. If you have you got a cup of tea in front of you there. I've got a glass of water here. It's Good a bit man. early for tea. Yes. Tea okay. is five o'clock. <laughs> oh, tea is five o'clock. Okay, okay. Back after. Five. Stay with us, Gilbert. Back after this quick break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Gilbert O'Sullivan's on the line from Jersey, his home and studio in Jersey. Barbara Hartigan, Hilary Quindle, Matt Keane. Barbara Hartigan, what do you want to say to Gilbert? Off you go. Hello, Joe. Well, I just want to say thank you for the memories because I go back to 1975. Okay. When Gilbert was, uh, Claire, the song Claire was top of the hit parade and my daughter was born on the 1st of May and there was a May Day procession outside Bedford Road Nursing Home in Limerick and the Boho Boy Band stopped outside the window on the morning after Claire, my daughter was born, and they played the song Claire. And I thought there and then that was an omen and we that was the name we chose for her. And that was a brass band playing the playing the song. <laughs> yes. Marching and I've met back. Gilbert several times since. Okay. And uh, he's a perfect gentleman. And I had the privilege of painting his uh, entire family over the years, and um, it was it was um, it was a wonderful experience and something I'm, I remember with great fondness. And I'd just like to say to him, thanks for all the memories okay, and well, how nice it was to meet him. Well said, well said, Barbara Hartigan, Hilary Quinlan. What do you want to say to Gilbert? Hello, Joe. Hello, Gilbert. Hello. How are you? Hello, um, Hilary. 
Good. Listen, Joe, I'm delighted to have an opportunity to say hello to Gilbert. And I know I speak for many people in Waterford at the moment who are listening in. And uh, what I do want to say, in case I forget, is when are you going to come back to play in Waterford? And I know before you asked me, we have a venue signed up and um, it'll it'll be wonderful. Well, we have to go. You have, you have to go through his manager and his daughters, and all. We'll, we'll sort that. Have you? Have you a tour planned, Gilbert? Yeah, that water is on the agenda, and, oh, right. and currently we're talking. Currently, we're talking to. There's a festival that's taking place, and we're in discussions with them about it. It's in the Waterford area, so I believe. So okay. we're looking at that. So it, it's definitely on the. I have to do it at some point, and yeah. um, so yes, the answer is we will be doing. We will be performing. Back in the hometown. But Hillary, uh, Hillary and Gilbert, you, you, you stay out of this for a minute now, please. Uh, on behalf of Tara and Helen Marie and Arthur, his, his wife and his, all his brothers and sisters and his grandchildren, Hillary, where is the plaque to Gilbert in Watford? I think it's probably on the Cork Road where now Gilbert is there, grew up. Is there going to be a plaque? Um, <laughs> that's what I'm asking. Well, you'd be better off asking the Civic Trust because that's... It's, they're the people who are okay. responsible for the plaques. But I'm sure that if there's not one, there will be one. There, that's what I mean. There be, no, yeah. not there will be one, but Hillary, there better be one. Oh, no, there <laughs> will be, yeah. I, <laughs> okay. I, I see to that. Well, can but, we uh, see, I'm just thinking of Waterford, so musical. I remember interviewing Val Dunigan back in, back in the day, and he said almost exactly the same thing that Gilbert said. There was a piano in the house, even though we had a small house, working-class family, but the upright piano was part of the house, and there's such a musical tradition, that type of music in Waterford, as you know, um, and, and there's other, Brendan Boyer from Waterford as well, there was great, great musicians. OK, Hilary Gordon-Mila-Market, Matt Keane. Matt, what do you want to say to Gilbert? My uh, absolute pleasure to be speaking to uh, Gilbert, uh, Joe, many thanks for the opportunity. I'm looking at an album here, I have it framed, it's called Himself. It was the first album that Gilbert released and beside it is Driven, his latest album. So oh, I have wow. all his albums the whole way down and I have a, a lovely story, I don't know if Gilbert remembers it. He was speaking about Born in the Cork Road, the, the Sisters of the Poor had a, a home here and RT every RT Radio 1 used to broadcast a mass live on Sunday mornings and Father Mean had a young generation choir here I was in the backing band I was the drummer and other guys Robert March for example was a guitar player and Gilbert actually performed at the folk mass at 9 o'clock oh. on RT and incredible what happened after um, incredible what's happening to our lines today Matt I'd see can I get a better line Father Podge or Donovan Podge Good afternoon, Joe. Great, great, good line. My nerves are gone here. here. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Podge, yes. tell us, you, you, you have a connection, also yes, a, a clerical connection with oh, Gilbert. Oh, absolutely, Tell yes. us, tell us. Yes, well, I was a priest in Swindon, 1959, my mm-hmm. first parish, and I was assigned to say the Midnight Mass at St. Joseph's School, and that Raymond was there as a server. Okay. And, and his mother came to me before Mass and said, would you like Raymond to play the piano? We have some carols. Okay. I said, of course. Well, right. 12, o'clock, uh, 12 years of age, and he played Come All Ye Faithful, Adesta Fidelis, wow. and so on. I said, yeah. And, and I, knew uh, the, I knew the family very well then because I used to visit them in Frobisher Drive. 
that's that amazing. Um, Does he remember? Ask him if he remembers. Oh, well, you you ask him. I'm I'll I'm, him. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to. Ray, Ray, Raymond. Raymond Gilbert. Ray, Ray, Ray. Hello, Raymond. Hello, Raymond. Raymond, yeah, Father O'Donovan. Do you remember? Well, no. Say yes, Gilbert. Will you? I'm trying to. I'm Say trying yes. To. I mean, it, it sounds. If I was yeah. playing the piano at 12 years old and able to able to play properly for those carols, then that's you pretty did, special. You did, yes. And I, I said to and your mother you, then, yeah. I said to your mother, this man is destined for greatness. And and I'm, I'm I was right. What, what do you remember of Gilbert's mother, May? Oh, wonderful lady. Many, many cups of tea she made for me. And <laughs> and and her, 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 her daughter... Uh, uh, the sister, the sister that, that Gilbert and Raymond has spoken about, brought me some records of uh, of Gilbert, and we sold them at our garden fates. Wow! And then when Gilbert, you know, Nothing Ryan came out, and himself, and that image that he portrayed, but you, 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 you predicted that Gilbert was going to be big. I do. I did. I did okay. indeed, Joe. Yes. I said it to his mother. Me. <laughs> said it to his mother. Okay. And yes. what did she, do you remember what she said? <laughs> I said she just laughed at me. Okay. Love her. She was a lovely lady. Okay. Me, and O'Sullivan. And I, of course, also, you were still Raymond, uh, Gilbert, Raymond, sorry, Raymond. Yeah. I'm getting mixed up with the name. That I actually anointed his dad in the hospital before he died. Well, I didn't know that. Yes, no, I, did. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's, okay. I, I, yes, I did. I did, Gilbert. I anointed that. Okay. Yeah. And, and Gilbert's and, father. And comforted the family afterwards. And Gilbert's father, John, would have been quite a, a relatively young man, wouldn't he? Relatively young man, he was indeed. He oh, was God. indeed. Okay. And <clears throat> do, you, do you remember anything of him? Because Gilbert said he doesn't. He was so uh, young when his dad passed. No. Well, he, he'd been ill for such a long oh, okay. time. Had he, yeah. That was the problem, Joe. Okay. That, uh, I was delighted. And it was really the first. Person, I actually saw dying because I'd only been anointed a few hour, uh, or a few months before that, and and he was the first person I saw dying. Wow! Okay. <clears throat> and Podge, where where did you go okay. after that, Father Bob? I went from one one year in Swindon and Holyrood Church. Then I was I was sent to Stroud to Gloucestershire. Okay. Yeah. Church and you, the, yeah. How are you? Yeah. Uh, given that you predicted uh, when he was only twelve. Yeah. Um, though Raymond has no memory of it at this stage, but it's, but given that you predicted that Raymond was going to be a superstar, which he became, have you have any of your other predictions come true, Father Podge? <laughs> I wouldn't like to, I wouldn't like to go into those now, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you would, okay, well, what, was, what 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 do you want to say to Raymond? I as was you go? so pleased. I was so pleased for his success and the the joy that he has brought to so many people around the world, and to me uh-huh. particularly. And thank it, you, Raymond. Yeah, and thank you for that. Uh, I, I really appreciate do you, that. Do you remember the other priest, Father Fitzpatrick? Oh, don't priest? mention Father Fitzpatrick. All right. I'm only, I'm only messing. I'm only messing. I'm only messing. What about Father Crowley? <laughs> oh, Father Crowley. I'll never forget Father Crowley. Will you kill kill Father Lookman? Father Lookman? Ah, Father Lookman, yes, I remember Father Oh, Luckman. very good. That's All right, Raymond. Yes, I do Mr. Mr. Green, the headmaster of St. Joseph's, Mr. Greenoff. Is this a quiz? Podge, is this a quiz? I got caned by him. And, by and, the way, Tom, and, and Tommy Wadsworth, the deputy. Tommy? Yeah, he was tough. <laughs> he was a good fellow, wasn't he? Well, he was tough, Mr. Wadsworth. He, 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 carried, he, out, he carried out most of the corporal punishment. <laughs> and, uh, Ray, Raymond, God bless you and thank you. 
God rest your dear parents. Okay, lovely, lovely sentiments. Thank uh, you very much. Thanks, Father Podge. And thank you, Joe. Thanks, God bless you, Father Podge O'Donovan. Gilbert, what, what was school like? Was school, was school tough? You just mentioned it there. Yeah, I, I wasn't happy. I didn't really enjoy know? school that much. No, oh. but kind of individual. Didn't make too many friends and stuff. Wow. And um, it was, you know, I was, I, the great thing, college opened me up. I mean, because going to art school was yeah. a revelation for me. It really, that's where life really started for me. Uh, I was, you know, I was happy at home in my little room upstairs and tin cans for a drum kit to start with and stuff. So I was well into music, listening to radio under the blankets late at night and stuff. And singing, mum would tell you that she used to shout out, for God's sake, stop singing. It's like <laughs> eight, nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night and you're singing the top of your head in bed. Your poor brother Kevin's lying next to you. Stop singing. Okay. <laughs> I was you... just thinking, just going back, going back to the, the plaque. Yeah. I actually think if that plaque was there, it would have helped us because the next time we go to take a bloody picture, yeah. we'll know which house it was. Go to the right house. <laughs> go to the right house. And I wonder who lives in the in the house now down in... Or do they know? Do they know that one of the... No, we, the, we actually met. They, they, they came oh, to the court. Oh, they came to the oh, court. Oh, wonderful. They were friends. of the, they, they came to the court concert, so we met them and we had a good chat. Okay. <laughs> we asked you earlier, Gilbert, uh, of your, your singers in Ireland at the moment that you particularly admire, and you mentioned Chris. <clears throat> Chris, the great Christy Dignam, who, as you know, is, is going through his challenges at the moment, and is absolutely. I know you've you've written to him, but he's a national treasure here. You know that. He's, yeah. he's, well, he recorded he recorded nothing rhyme. He came on stage to sing nothing rhymed when it was at the at the theatre. And here he is with the RT Contradoctor, Christy Dignam. That's the great Christy Dignam, uh, and kind regards. And we know Christy is listening. And uh, Gilbert, I know, as I say, you're, you, you've, you've singled out Christy as a, a singer you particularly admire. Yeah, wonderful singer, wonderful singer, John. Uh, I'm thinking Andy Williams recorded your songs, Neil Diamond, Morrissey, Mick Hucknell, uh, mm. goes on. And Neil, Neil Diamond, he recorded Alone Again Naturally, didn't he? It, he did. Just a few years back. And the nice thing was he sent me a letter. Uh, hoping that I liked it and stuff so I thought that was really sweet sweet and nice the covers are great it's a compliment to you as a writer yeah. whoever covers your songs but some of the people that have done it going right back Sarah Vaughan Nina Simone some wonderful versions yeah. historically it's a good version isn't it Gilbert well one of the greatest yeah. songwriters in the world performing a song mm. by another one of the other great songwriters mm -hmm. uh, of the last yeah. 50 years well, it's always nice when you get the covers by special people and stuff. But then, if the if the postman did a cover, I mean, I you know, I'd, You'd be I'd happy. respect that as much as I do, as I as I do um, yeah. celebrity uh, celebrity. But it is a great compliment to you as a writer when so many people like that to record your song. And is it true that Neil Diamond <coughs> said he couldn't believe how young you were when you wrote Alone Again? Naturally. Oh well, I was twenty-two. I have. That's I, young. Uh, That's I mean, young. Yes. You think so? <laughs> yes, of course it is. Yeah, but it was the interesting thing was that when I wrote the song, I didn't think it was any more special. I was very happy with it lyrically and that's musically. beautiful. Really pleased with the song, but no idea it would be the success it became. And okay. that's a good thing. You you should never know because that's a dangerous area to be in. Be happy with what you write. Look upon that as a success, and then when it goes out in the outer, outer world, it will be what will be. Okay, and um. Are there songs that you thought, I'm going the other direction now, Gilbert, if you don't mind. I'm asking, <clears throat> are there songs that you 
say to yourself, oh God, I, and I know you don't do regrets, I know that, but you're saying, I, I thought that song might have taken off a bit more than it actually did. And you know what I'm especially no. thinking of? Because yeah. I, because I, yeah, listened, okay. I listened to it recently, was your, your song about 9-11. Yeah, all they wanted to say. Yeah. yeah. That's, the nice thing was touring America for the first time uh, two, three years ago, and then last year, we 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 sing that song, and it really goes down well with with mm-hmm. the audience. They really like that. It's an aspect of nine eleven, which I picked up on. So I was very proud of the song. But again, Joe, it's I've no idea what yeah. would be a success, and I don't worry about that. What I'm concerned with is that have I written a good song? And if I'm pleased with the work that I put into writing that particular song, that I'm I'm really happy with that. Okay, let's let's listen to. Uh... The song you wrote after 9-11. I think listening to it again over the last few days, Gilbert, is very resonant and very, it's very uh, topical, unfortunately. And once again, Gilbert, the, the lyrics are so, so powerful. I, I don't know whether you, if you actually remember the time that you wrote that song. It's, um, it's, it's, um, you, and you're, you're talking about terror and the whole uh, fear and uh, the, the thing that people did, whatever they felt that day, I love you, Was that was all they wanted to say in those phone calls they were making from the planes. Call this, if you like, naive, but if I don't threaten your life, why would you deplore me? Just because I might believe in a different set of values, you think it unholy. What you must remember in what they were facing, many feared the worst in calls they were making. And yet, as it's shown that day, I love you, that was all they wanted to say. And it's a fine line you cross when you talk of a loss in terms of market share. There are paintings worth millions gone. Who even cares? You were talking about the, the other impact that day. Mm. Um, and mm. nobody, I think, has been caught up. These are your words. Who've been caught up in an act of terror needs to be reminded. Um, I, I just, when I was listening to it, I just kept thinking of Ukraine. Mm. I kept thinking of Turkey. I kept thinking of Syria. Mm. That terror that's that, that that's that's going on. Do you do you keep up with with world affairs, Gilbert? I do, but just uh, on the the question with all they wanted to say, we do it on stage. It's a special moment with Bill Shanley. You know, it's just two of us. Bill Shanley is Ireland's finest guitar player. Here, here. And Bill Bill and I playing that song together gets a really heartfelt reaction in New York yeah. because we do it in two halves. When we did the second half last year. People were sh- shouted out from the audience that please do all they wanted to say because we hadn't actually did it. Uh, we didn't have it in the set list for the first half, so now it's a permanent feature. But uh, of course, I keep up with. It. I mean, yeah. I, I uh, I'm aware as anybody, and yeah. uh, as a songwriter, very often that's the ideas I get for songs. For example, if you think of Nothing Rhymed, yeah, in 1967, uh, the first time any of us ever saw Starving Children on television. That was a that was just incredible, yeah. and of course that came out in a lyric I, in a lyric I was writing for nothing rhyme. So, so I, I do pick up on things. We and we do the, the current stage. We we do where peaceful waters flow, and of course we mm. make that relevant because of what's happening in Ukraine, and we get the audience to sing along on the chorus section of it. So one is it's. It's nice to be able to write those kind of songs, Joe. But it's also nice to get the reaction from people who hear them. And, and your words from Nothing Rhymed, as you say, I, I didn't know that connection in terms of the TV and the images in the 60s, but you're right, for a lot of people, that was the that first time. That was the time. first time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's the yeah. first time ever we saw. Now you see it all the time. When I'm but drinking Afro, my, that was it, yeah. yeah, yeah, when I'm drinking my Bonaparte shandy, eating more than enough apple pies, will I glance at my screen and see real human beings starve to death right in front of my eyes. 
Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Gilbert O'Sullivan's on one line. Joan Roach is in Dublin. You're on another line. Joan, your memories of growing up. Did you, you lived... Oh, your cousin. Go ahead. Live well, beside now, Gilbert. I, hello, Raymond. Sorry, Gilbert. Hello, Joan. Now, That's... the clue is in my name. Okay, Roach. <laughs> if you're... <laughs> You spotted. Um, you lived near my cousins. Okay. Right. Keep you. You keep uh, Joan. You keep talking and. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, he lived near my cousins. Yeah. And um, it happened that uh, I I was a fan, of course, and played yeah. the piano, played all his his songs. But oh, well my cousin, my cousin was getting married, and and uh, Gilbert was invited to the wedding, but it, it was at the height of his fame. So he he didn't make it to the wedding, nah, okay. but um, oh, and I was so disappointed. Of course, I I thought I would uh, meet him, and any time I was in their house, I would just sit and listen to all the stories keenly. One time, um, my cousin and his uh, bride to be and Gilbert, I know they went off to the west on a holiday, and I said, "Oh God, I'd love to have been with them." However, I was a fan. Played the piano and the songs but um, we had a great time at the wedding and I just checked my photographs today we had a lovely time at the wedding and that night we had a great night out as well I stayed in my cousin's house but the following morning I don't know if you remember 50 years ago in Ireland uh, not everybody had a telephone so I answered the door and one of the neighbours said there's a call for the house and I was the only person there so I went over and took the call and it was from Gilbert. <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I don't know if he remembers the call. Oh, no, but I did, it, it, yeah, no, no, it, Gilbert okay. thinks he's now participating in a quiz programme because everyone has asked him, do you, do you remember? Do you remember? Well, I, but Joan, Joan, I don't, wish yes. to, I don't wish to hurry you, love, but have you seen the time? It's nearly a quarter to three and I'm over in about five minutes. And five minutes oh, left. OK, it was I just I don't wish to hurry you, love. I know okay. you, and he was brilliant. I know you want to say that he's brilliant today. Gilbert, was I rude to Joan there? I probably was. Was I? I was probably rude to her. But I'm, I'm just looking at the list of people who want to talk to you, Gilbert. I want to, Michael Cray, same your contribution, please. And then Gilbert will answer all these people in sequence at the end of the program. Not okay. We'll do our best. Michael, what do you want to say to Gilbert? Uh, I just want to say to Gilbert, uh, thank you very much for a lovely gesture you did many years ago, back in 1994 in the National Concert Hall in Dublin. My okay. wife, Genevieve, bought three tickets to surprise my mum and I who had suffered from motor neuron disease. Okay. And um, she called over to the to the concert hall and left in two roses and a little note for Gilbert, thinking that it may not happen, but hopefully it would. But during the concert, Gilbert called my mum up and he gave her this little lovely rose and he gave her a little kiss on the cheek and he, he passed oh, lovely. a lovely compliment to her. And uh, She died a couple of months later. Okay, that was... But uh, um, it's just to let him know, thank you very much and he appreciated his, um, his gesture. Lovely gesture. And, um, yeah. him, he became part of our family's history. Okay, well said, Michael. Thank well you said. And Gilbert, that was the National Concert Hall in Dublin, yeah. 1994. Can you tell me, please, what colour was the wallpaper in the na- na- National Concert Hall in 1994? <laughs> Tony, ah, oh, Tony. What do you want to say? Sure what do you want to say to Gilbert? What do you want to say to Gilbert? Well, I just want to say that myself and wife, Catherine, have been a fan of Gilbert for the last 50 years. And before um, that, we got married and... 
the album and Back to Front was like a soundtrack into our lives. Um, we've seen Gilbert and in concert many times in Limerick over the years. And I mean, in 2019, on Valentine's Day, I got him Kathleen tickets and for him to see him in the Lion Tree, I mean, September. Okay. Um, but unfortunately, Kathleen wasn't diagnosed with oh, cancer. Oh, and there was too ill to attend at the time. So um, she insisted I went um, with my grandson, um, a madam, and um, um, you know, remember from the from the very first song, you know, it was very emotional. Like I'm okay. obviously I was used to hearing the records, and and I was there on my own. So so I'm um, by the time he played alone again, naturally I was in bits. Okay. Um, but anyway, I survived the concert. Yeah. And. You know, after the show, my grandson, Adam, got him talking to him, Gilbert's daughter, and, um, like, and he told them her our story. story. So um, she arranged um, for, for me to meet Gilbert. So, oh, okay. like, and they say, um, ever meet your heroes. Um, um, but I met Gilbert, and he was um, a most caring person, and, like, he made a lot of empathy as far as my okay. situation and I might spend a long time talking to him, you know. So um he um, recorded um, a video and um, oh, message for him Kathleen wishing her well and then um, he signed the T shirt. And um well, there's so many people, you know, Tony, so many people we'll we'll play a bit of we will into the break. But so many people with memories like that of you, Gilbert, um meeting mm-hmm. them and greeting them and uh, mm. being extraordinarily extraordinarily kind this is another one of your classics another one of your classics Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 Joe Duffy Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 Gilbert uh, to quote your own songs how people are saying how do, how, how do I say that I love you that's one of Gilbert's songs they can't get enough of you Gilbert like I say that you're a friend of mine they can't get you out of your mind you're young at heart now what am I doing here with you I'm asking we will matrimony nothing wrong there I, I, do, do, do you know I don't, I'm, I'm actually set, talking to Tara now your daughter does Tara your daughter and Helen know how, how revered you are in Ireland Gilbert and loved Oh, I, th- I think they do because they've been there for all the concerts. They've always been okay. there. Since they were little, they've been coming to concerts and stuff. So, and Tara, you know, they almost co-manage me, both girls and stuff, because right. they, Tara looks after all the social media. Okay. Helen me looks after on the publishing side. So, yes, quickly, here, and Tara I hope, will tell uh, you. And I, okay, Tara, Tara, come on to me there. Where's quick, Tara? Quick, 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 Tara. Quick, just say, Tara, just, Tara. Just, Tara just, hiya, Joe. Hiya, Tara. What's, what's, what's Raymond like in real life? He's a, an absolutely wonderful man. He's a Is great he? dad and a great boss. It was it was always it's been a dream of mine to work for dad for for a long time. So the fact that I get to work for him is a real honour. And do you know how much he's loved in Ireland and revered? A lot of Japan, Brazil, Spain. <laughs> but you know how much you've heard it there. I hope for the last seventy points, people just are in love with him. He's part of part of their lives. Yeah, com- coming to the shows and seeing the fans' reactions is incredible. So yeah, it's a uh, it's amazing to see. Okay. Uh, he sounds an incredible man, an incredible man. And we, there you go. She, we, she was we, trying to run away, Joe. Yeah, she was trying to run away. Gilbert, I, re- Gil, but I really appreciate your time because I know you're, you're extraordinarily busy, <clears> even at the best of times. Thanks. And uh, we let people know when you're, when you're back in Ireland cause, and indeed beyond because they absolutely 
uh, still and will uh, always uh, love you. Gilbert O'Sullivan, good to meet him, good Gilbert, and good health to you and your wife and your daughters and your grandchildren and all your, your siblings. Gilbert O'Sullivan, thank you so much. Thank you, Joe, and I appreciate it. I've enjoyed uh, the conversation with you and with those uh, fans ringing up and stuff. Okay, really nice. Okay. Thank you, Gilbert. Uh, today's producer was Fergus Sweeney. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815.